I want to use my love to empower yes. God's purpose in your life. I, I want to use whatever my masculine energy and my position as husband, father, leader, whatever. Uh, I want to use that position to empower so good. you. So good. And then you want to use your submitting, your loving, your respecting to empower Absolutely. me. And when you empower me, I have the juice to give you what you want. Right. When I empower you, you have the juice to give me what I need. And then we just move move forward yeah. like that. Welcome to the Danielle Hage Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Hage. Danielle is my mother-in-law and Nini to my three girls. She has over 40 years experience in family and marriage relationships. She's been married for 43 years to Steve Hage, who travels the world preaching the gospel. And together they pastored church in Laguna Niguel, California. So welcome back, Danielle. Thank you. Um, today's episode, we are going to get into a response from a reel you recently posted and a lot of views, a lot of comments. So tell us yes. a little bit about what we're going to, yeah. what that reel is about and what to expect today. Okay, so the real was about the word that women hate, which is submit. And so, yes, big response from that. And what I realized in looking at the comments is that people have so many misconceptions about headship and submission in a Christian home. And so um, I brought my husband on because he is a pastor and he knows the word. And you're going to hear a man's point of view and you're going to hear a female's point of view yeah. of what it actually looks like in a healthy relationship. Okay, not in a toxic, unhealthy relationship, but what a normal, healthy relationship, what it is and what it is not. Yeah, I'm so excited for today. Let's get into it. So recently, I did a reel on Instagram about submission, and it became very clear to me that a lot of people do not understand what that word means, what headship means in the home. And so I thought today that I would bring my husband on um, being a pastor, and we've been married 43 years, and you can maybe explain to us what submission actually means, because people have a hard time wrapping their minds around it because we're created equal in the eyes of God, but then how is it that the woman has to submit to the man if we're equal? So yeah. do you want to speak into that? Well, I think that it's important that we as men don't focus on what God told you to do. That we focus on what God told us to do. And what he tell you to do. He told us to love our wives and to, uh, you know, lay our lives down for our families and for uh, our wives. And uh, because he said, you know, love your wives as Christ loves the church and laid his life down for, for it, for her. So, you know, to me, Whenever a man has to tell his woman to submit, he has not done his part. Oh, that's good. Which is loving her. He notice how he doesn't tell uh, women to love their husbands. He tells men to love their wives and women to respect their respect. Husbands. And so the whole idea of submission to me. If I'm a man that's loving his wife, submission is not an issue. Absolutely. Um, Agreed. Now, submission or being subject to isn't a value thing. It's not a we're not created equal thing. It's none of that kind of stuff. It is, to me, it's just, you know, you put the 
the horse than the cart. You know, there's a sequence, a pattern that will achieve a uh, healthy flow in a family and, you know, a two-headed anything's a monster. So you just, you have to understand that there are certain placements, but there are roles and responsibilities concerning those placements. So it, it it's not my responsibility to uh, hold you accountable for your submission, just like it's not your responsibility to hold me accountable for my love. I have to have my own conviction concerning the fulfillment of what, of what is the biblical pattern that is going to produce the result that I'm looking for, which is happiness, harmony, health in the ages, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I think the church gets a bad rap for that because, you know, people, you know, that are not believers maybe say that Christianity causes oppression in women and even uh, domestic violence because of this whole headship idea. But headship doesn't mean dominance. It doesn't mean control. It doesn't mean possessiveness. Like women and children are not the husband's property that he can do whatever he wants with. I mean, headship means to serve them, to love them. Just like Jesus loves us into submission. He doesn't beat, push, shove, yank, call us names. Well, but, but look, but, but <laughs> look, look I, I, my body has a head. And my head tells the rest of my body what to do. My arm doesn't go, no, uh, you know what? I'm equal. And I, no, there's got to be something that is, uh, you know, generating direction and protection and information and climate and there's got to be something setting the setting the rest of my body in order order. it's the head Mm -hmm. but but the problem comes when we get weird about stuff and then it vandalizes the pattern um when we start you know requiring you know submit woman like that cannot come out of uh our mouths. If we, the, the, when you have to tell a woman to submit to you is robust evidence that you're not loving her. There's already other problems. Absolutely. Well, the problem is you're not loving her, right? You're not, you're not leading, you're not protect, you're not providing. So you're having to pull rank. Right. And women would say, a man that wants to lay his life down for me, a man that will fight for me, yeah, that you're will built protect that. You're me. You're built to just kind of I'll do get, anything for get him, up in there, right? Yeah. Like I'll willingly submit. Yeah. So I think that, and and rightfully so, I think men have screwed it up for themselves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you were reading me stories out of a book this morning about, you know, just the misconception and devaluation of women. And, you know, before uh, the Bible ever tells, or before God ever tells women to submit, or Christianity tells women to submit, before that, it says, submit yourselves one to another. That's right. So, That's right. So there, there is a mutual uh, being subject to one another and hearing one another. The, the worst thing you can have in a home is a, is a woman with no voice. Right. Yeah, submission does not mean no voice, no choice. It does not mean you're a doormat. It doesn't mean that you just sit there idly, quiet, and waiting for your master to you know tell you what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like we 
we um, we discuss as equals. We make most all of our decisions in a unified way. Mm-hmm. It's and if we can't come into unity, we will keep discussing mm-hmm. and discussing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. try to figure it out. And there have been very few times in forty three years where you've ever had to say, "Well, it's going to be this way because, after all, I'm the head." You know, and even if I say, "Okay, I don't agree." but I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it because I'm trusting you because you are the man mm-hmm. in the relationship. So I mm-hmm. defer to you. Even if I not, am not completely 100% confident that he's making the right decision. Mm-hmm. And But most of the time when I've said that, or I'll say, you know, I don't trust that decision that you want to make, but I trust the God in you. Mm-hmm. And I know that you listen to God. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to submit to that. And then normally, whenever I've had to say that, again, very few times. I can't even think of any time. One or and, two and, and in the 43 time, years. And the times that I had to pull rank probably were a mistake. Yeah, and, I and, think I probably made, made a mistake. And, and when I've said that, you've come back to me and said, okay, now tell me again. Yeah. Why you don't think we well, should I'm do it that way? I'm not interested yeah. in having a dictatorship. I, I'm not interested in being that kind of a man so we have decided to partner with strong cell awesome because we've been using strong cell for what a year maybe and we like it (laughs) and i just have to say you know for me i mean i'm 62 years old and i feel like i have all kinds of energy I, I right. don't get that afternoon slump. I, I know so many people that'll say, oh my gosh, I just got to take a cat nap or I need another cup of coffee. I drink one cup, cup, cup of coffee in the morning. Rarely do I need a second coffee mm-hmm. in the afternoon. What I notice is that like my day starts out, I will, I will get up at five o'clock in the morning. I go work out for an hour at the gym. I'll do 30 minutes cardio, 30 minutes weightlifting. Then from there, I go straight to pickleball, play for an hour, hour and a half. And from there on some days, not every day, I go straight to swim my laps. And I'll swim anywhere between 50 and 80 laps. And then I come home and have my coffee and I feel amazing. I feel great. And then just the other day, did all those things and sat for six hours in my office preparing a teaching that I had to do. And it wasn't until one o'clock in the afternoon, finally the hunger pang broke through my focus and said, oh. I need to eat. And I just, I don't know, but I think taking strong cell has just given me that, that energy that, um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I can focus and I love it. I don't want to be without it. I'm going well, to be using and it I, You know, I have the same experience, same commentary, <laughs> you know, I'm 66 years old. Uh, I'm a gym guy and I can tell the, the extra little bit, the extra bit that it provides an yeah. overall sense of well-being. My joints aren't hurting. I'm light on my feet. I'm ready to go. I'm focused in my office. Uh, you know, and we haven't we haven't been sick since we've been taking this. Uh, and I mean, not even a cold, not even a sniffle, uh, not even a headache for me. And um, so all I know is this is a game changer for. Uh, for us. Yeah. And we're, yeah. you know, we're health conscious people, but strong cell has really changed, uh, our lives for the better, the quality of life, the way we feel, the way we roll, the, what we do. And, uh, I don't know if it's a miracle in a bottle or whatever it is, <laughs> but, uh, I really want to recommend everybody who's hearing our voice. Uh, there's some kind of, uh, special that, 
Strong Cell's providing people that. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you are interested, um, go to strongcell.com. You'll get lots more information there. Um, wait, strongcell.com slash Danny, D A N I. And then you, if you use the discount code Danny, D A N I 20, you will get 20% off and try it for just 30 days and see yeah. if it doesn't change something. I bet after two or three weeks, you're going to be like, whoa, I can't really put my finger on what's going on here, but my overall sense is elevated Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, (laughs) and I think that this will contribute to, uh, a healthy lifestyle and, uh, it'll really give you a boost. So get busy and get it. You know, I think that society, like something that really bothers me, uh, and I don't want to get all too heavy here but you know why are there waiting lists for battered women shelters yeah women aren't battering women right men are yeah you know so you know hey men you know earn the right to have a woman follow you be the man that she deserves you to be right like i'm not mad at anybody but but if you're so pathetic that you got to pull rank, right? Then you are not achieving in your life the uh, disposition that you carry, that you you're right. called to. If you're have, if I'm having to pull rank, hey, you know, I remember my dad used to go, "This is my house." You know, all y'all have my last name, and I remember us looking at each other, go, and and since when is that in question? Right. <laughs> like we're not trying to take over your house. We're not. Right. So I think that the goal is that we want a a pattern in our homes where we have healthy relationships. We have great right. kids. We have we teach our children to be on purpose. Um, you know, I, I asked somebody one time. You know, so you're having a kid, and you know, what are your goals for your children? Well, I just want to raise happy children. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's the dumbest thing that I think I've maybe ever heard. I want, I want to raise happy children. Happiness is sub- subjective. You know, it's, you don't, how do you measure happiness? Happiness is a fruit, not a pursuit. I know the, uh, the documentation of America's and we have the right to have the pursuit of happiness, but happiness is not a pursuit. It's a fruit of purpose. Right. And it's an internal state of mind. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think that, you know, husbands and wives, moms and dads need to raise kids on purpose. If we can teach our children how to recognize and equip them and release them in their purpose, Mm -hmm. happiness is the fruit of someone who's on purpose. Someone who is not on purpose is not happy. Right. So, and then your purpose also redeems your pain. It does all kinds of, it does all kinds of wonderful things in the, in the confines of a loving relationship. So when we talk about submission, we need to understand that it's basically God's talking to wives. Mm-hmm. He's not talking to husbands about submission. He's talking to husbands about loving their wives. So husbands do what God told you to do. Mm-hmm. Wives do what God tells you to do and stop telling each other what to do Yeah, or what we're not doing. Yeah, That's and, my take on and, it. And for a man, when you're leading lovingly, tenderly, um, when you are taking your wife's views into consideration, taking her opinions into consideration. Like, you know, she's not going to have any problem 
deferring to you. When she trusts you and she feels loved by you and she feels safe with you, then she's going to be like, yes, lead the way. I will follow. And why, why, if we're called to serve our families, is them deferring to us so important? Mm -hmm. Like, I never, I don't think I've ever, I mean, I don't think I have. I, maybe it's just not me. And I'm not a passive person, trust me. But <laughs> but I, I don't ever sit around saying, you know, I, I'm a... a I'm assessing the submission quotient of Danielle <laughs> and uh, seeing if uh, exactly how she's doing. And, and let me, we need a family meeting. Y'all <laughs> are not submitting at the level that I require it to feel like I'm in charge. Just be in charge. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I, I don't ever say to our church, I'm the pastor of this church. Right. And we're going to. No, Do it my way. no, yeah. it, it's an inverted pyramid. I'm there to serve the purposes of right. God to to the people, and that's my role and responsibility. Uh, it is not about me. And, and let me just say this too: submission is not the same thing as obey. Because I did get one comment from a man, and that said, you know, wives have to obey. No, what children have to obey. <laughs> Animals have to obey. Wives are not children and they are not pets. So submission is completely different than obedience. All right. They, they, that actually is for children and yeah. for animals. Yeah. So we just need to be clear. And submission, another way of putting submission, because I got so many questions. What exactly does it mean? What exactly does it look like? It's kind of like this. I submit my request to you. I submit my ideas. I submit my suggestions. He submits his suggestions. He submits his ideas. We, it, you know, we go back and forth because we're a team. We are partners. And because we are partners and we're moving in the same direction on purpose, we need each other. We need each other's support. We need to back each other. So it's not just like Steve is at the helm and he's leading and I'm just like a little puppy Come on, minions. following him. No, it's like what, we so, are, so, and we together are leading our family. Uh, so I don't And think, leading our church. I don't think that submission or love, which are the two instructions that we're, we're functioning in, uh, that I think work best are, are, uh, operations of our cerebral faculty. I think they're the disposition of our hearts. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I can't, I'm not going to be thinking, okay, love her, love her, love her, love her. How does love act? <laughs> what, what, what I need to love. I need to love my kids. I need to love my wife as Christ loves the church. Like Jesus is up there thinking, okay, I got to love these people, these, these renegades. These no, no, it's, it's his disposition toward us. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily need, uh, to think my way into it. I think my heart needs to feed my mind when it comes to these things, rather than my mind convincing my heart. Right. Okay. Right. So I didn't marry you because I assessed you through the faculty of my uh, thought process. And I sized you up and ran you through some computer program and out spit out. Daniil will be a good uh, helpmate and will be a, a, a submitted, obedient wife. Like that never happened. My heart, yeah was and 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 submission is an attitude of the heart. I don't right. have to think I need to obey God. Right. I need to, you know, I need to do what God says. No, God's smarter than me. God won my heart. God saved my life and secured my eternity. My submission is voluntary. It's right. not involuntary servitude. Exactly. I volunteer right. my time, my talent, my treasure 
to the purpose and the kingdom of God and my time, my talent, and my treasure to my family right. and to my marriage. Right. It's voluntary. Yes. It's a matter That's of a good the point. heart. And um, also in a relationship, for a relationship to work, there's got to be a leader and there's got to be a follower. There's got to be a masculine and there's got to be the feminine. And again, they both overlap at times. You know, like I heard one one person say, it's almost like there's four p- people in a relationship because I have a masculine side and a feminine side. You have a masculine and a feminine side and they overlap. Sometimes I will take the lead if I am more knowledgeable in a certain area. Um, when we go to counsel people, Steve will always defer to me because I'm the worst counselor in that kind of session. I always <laughs> preach. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, and if Can one I of us say something, I'm like, no, no, I know what your problem is. <laughs> well, we've been here like three minutes. I know, but I got it. You right. Know, no, I'm the worst. So <laughs> yeah. I just defer to her. And and there's other areas that he's stronger in, and I follow him in those areas. And there's it's not a competition in our relationship. It's not a competition. We both bring our strengths to the table and we both have weaknesses too. So we, we, it's like staff. So, so, so this is, yeah. So I think that I want to use my love to empower yes. God's purpose in your life. I, I want to use whatever my masculine energy and my position as husband, father, leader, whatever, uh, I want to use that position to empower so you. So good. And then you want to use your submitting, your loving, your respecting to empower Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when you empower me, I have the juice to give you what you want. Right. When I empower you, you have the juice to give me what I need. And then we just move move forward yeah. like that. So we, I had the, this lady from uh, uh, another state oh, good. call me. I was going to bring hilarious. this up. Hilarious. But she's not the only one. We've heard these comments. Go like ahead. Like tons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Daniil's, Daniil's uh, reels are in the millions. Uh, her influences, you know, she's beginning to influence at a at a rate that's, you know, obviously uh, supernatural. And it, we're thrilled to serve people at this level. And I'm just happy. And, you know, and she's been doing podcasts for a while. I'm, and now I'm finally, you know, she's lowered her standard far enough to get me on the show, I guess. <laughs> but, but, and, and, and I'm fine with all that. So we get this phone call, uh, Pastor Steve, how does it feel? The older woman, it was funny. And I don't know if she was kidding or not kidding. She goes, how does it feel to relinquish your throne? <laughs> I'm like, well, I wasn't aware that there was a throne, but if there was a throne and it's now been relinquished, I'm just glad that Daniil's sitting on it, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I don't have any of those considerations. There isn't a pepper flake of how come I went not and what? no, 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 no. You have given yourself to the caring for the investigating of and the bringing tools to relationships, romantic relationships and all relationships, children to parents, parents to children, work people, church people, non-church people. We, you just have a passion to make relationships work. Uh, I don't share that same passion. I want people to live their best life. I have my passions. I want people to live with boundaries, but no ceilings. I want them to live with walls, 
but no ceilings. Uh, you, on the other hand, are very concerned with, and you've chosen to concern yourself with the health of relationships, mm -hmm. healthy women, healthy men, healthy connections. And so I think this is your time. I'm thrilled about it. I love, well, I love that that's your focus. And I will use whatever power I have to facilitate you climbing the ladder of your dream and purpose. Yeah, there's been a different one saying, how is Steve? Is Steve okay with this, this, this new success that you're having? And it always surprises me because- That's I, not a conversation all, in our home. Well, We're and it's thrilled. Like, do you know my husband? Like he is my greatest supporter, cheerleader, you know? Yeah. And, and you know why that is? Because when you're in a relationship, an intimate, meaningful relationship, when one person in that union is empowered, the relationship is empowered. It is, the relationship is empowered. So when he's doing great and he is succeeding and he is happy, I'm great succeeding and happy. And then if I'm doing good, he's good. Because so, we are one. We are one flesh. We, we're doing it together. We're a team. We are partners. I couldn't do what I'm doing without him. And especially with all of the, all of the stuff he's had me I've had to get over, over the years, I would never have the material that I have today right. <laughs> to share with so you. I, so thank you for appreciating Making it work. me and for pointing that out to people. So getting back to, uh, you know, the role, the roles and responsibilities of men and women in uh, romantic, meaningful relationships. Um. I think that it is my responsibility as a man, not just a male, mm -hmm. to develop as much of a revelation of how to love my wife and the people in my life as I can. I do not have time to monitor your submission. I don't mm -hmm. have time. There's too much work I have to do to run in my lane of right. loving and, and to lead lovingly and to feed lovingly and all of the places that that has to be on display. I don't have time to, you know, take the temperature uh, and, and get a thermometer out and figure out at what level you're submitting. Right. And just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I'm unsubmitted. Because there's going to be times where I disagree. And I, I want the men to understand that. If your wife has a different viewpoint, you don't get to call her unsubmissive. She has her own ideas. She's a human being with different thoughts. And you need to take those thoughts into consideration because, well, because different maybe there's a, a perspective you didn't different look Different perspectives at do not equal rebellion. Right, right. Different perspectives just evidence that there's differences. Yes, yeah. So, so we don't always see everything women, the same way. <laughs> men and women have perspectives that are different, different. That doesn't mean that we're in rebellion. And why is rebellion only one way? You're yeah. rebelling against me. Well, like you're always right. Right. You know, so I'm the I'm the tuning fork of of what is accurate in the home. Not always. No. Bruh. Right. So that's why that's <laughs> right. why we submit ourselves one to another. And look, there's constructive ways to disagree. There's, Absolutely. In fact, when we do counseling, you know, one of my first questions is, well, have you guys had a conflict? 
If you haven't had a conflict. Oh, premarital. Yeah, premarital. premarital. Yeah. Have you guys had a conflict? Uh, no. We did. Okay. Come back after your conflict. <laughs> because this, you know. Yeah. No, we never fight. Okay. Bye-bye. Because <laughs> uh, that's not real. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Because what really is... Uh, the the mark of health is how do you resolve conflict? Right. Conflict resolution in a healthy way is the indicator of each person being in their right roles instead of, you know, you don't resolve conflict by lording it over the female and imposing your strength and right. your volume and name call and all. You, you don't, that's not how you, uh, that is not how you resolve a conflict. I've spoken right. and slam and your hand down. And you're, you don't resolve conflict by being some mealy mouse, voiceless. Right. Because that's because not. I'm sorry, interrupt. Go you ahead. are interrupting. I'm sorry. I know, go I mean, ahead. I mean, whose name's on this podcast? Oh, that's right. So go ahead. <laughs> I reserve the right to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> no, finish that thought. I, I forgot Did what I it was. No, no, you See, didn't mess me up. So, I, so and you, I teach it's really bad to interrupt. Okay, men, okay. And I just did you don't that. have to point out your flaws. Okay. Everyone knows <laughs> definitely what they don't are. do it perfectly. Knows what they are. Everyone knows. <laughs> okay, but look, and so and it's not it's not healthy for you to submit into silence where you lose your voice. And you you know, the only way a woman loses her voice is she has to first shut her heart off. Right. Open heart, open mouth. Closed heart, closed mouth. I remember early in our relationship, uh, Danielle's just, you know, sharing, whatever. <laughs> I said, hey, you have got to shut up. And she goes, okay, I will. And I remember going, okay, okay, I didn't mean like shut up, stop talking. Oh, no, oh, no, no. I'm shutting up now. <laughs> okay, her shutting up meant her heart shut down mm -hmm. heart shut down mouth shut up heart open mouth open so man if your wives are not talking to you if your girls are not your girlfriends are not talking to you your significant others are not talking to you it's because their heart is you closed it mm -hmm. okay on that note let me just say this yeah. because there i got a few of these kinds of comments. All right. I did a reel about how to listen to a man. You know, don't interrupt. Um, you know, no sudden movements. Like, let him finish his thought. Don't finish his sentences, that kind of thing. And women were saying back to me, so I'm just supposed to sit there and listen to him demean, berate me, and call me names? No. Well, why are you with a person no. that's doing that? I said, I go, I said back to them, don't interrupt, just walk away. Nobody has to sit there and listen to somebody uh, emotionally, Are verbally abusing so them. Yes. Okay, and then let me ask you a question, uh, berated one. Why are you in this thing? Right. Pack your stuff and bounce. Right, right. And, and, uh, or because that's not, he's not loving you by talking to what? you that way. So You don't you know, get to talk, you don't get to talk to dogs that way. Right. right. Uh, let alone your significant other. You don't get to name call. You don't get to berate from your perch of authority. Right. That, that God doesn't do that to you. God doesn't shame right. people. Right. God doesn't berate people, belittle people, dismantle people. That's not that you, we are to love one another the way God loves us. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't, he loves us at our worst. Yes. And he doesn't minimize or devalue or dismiss us. He elevates us. He lovingly elevates us. So, you know, no, you're not supposed to sit there. I don't even know why you're in the house with someone who does right. that. Mm -hmm. uh, 
That is unhealthy, toxic, and I don't know why you're inventing rationale to give you permission to stay in unhealthy situations. Right. right. But listen, you keep having your heart broken, you're going to gravitate toward brokenness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Healed hearts gravitate toward healthy people. That's right. That's why the Bible said Jesus came to bind up or to heal broken heartedness. Right. I'm not saying that broken heartedness doesn't exist. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be chronic. Right. Okay. So, and, and I just want to add this in 43 years of marriage, my husband has never spoken to me in an abusive manner, called me names. We hear so many stories of the things that men say to their wives and even that wives say to their husbands. And we're like, that has never happened in our well, relationship. I decided and that is why it is easy for me to submit to him yeah, because even, of the way that yeah. he loves me. He treats me not even like a that. gift, like a queen. So I don't have any problem. And gentlemen, I want you to hear that. If you treat your wife like the gift that she is, yeah. she will have no problem following you, being led by you, wanting to serve you, wanting to meet your needs. Like she I decided when I gave my life to God, what kind of man I was going to be. I'm going to be a yeah, man. Yeah, and you had no role the... modeling. So that was well, a I big had... decision Well, for no, you. it really, the way I was raised really helped because I knew if I did everything did. in reverse, I would be successful. It was just like <laughs> the modeling was horrid. Yeah. But it, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how, what our pedigree is. It doesn't matter how we were raised. It doesn't matter who we came through. It matters who we came from. Mm -hmm. And listen, when I became a God-seeking God connected man, I decided that I was either, I was either going to love my issues or love my God. I was either going to love my, the messed up way I was brought up, or I was going to love my wife. You can't do both. You can, you can love the way you were raised and your issues and your demons, or you can love your wife, make a decision. Right. You can't do both. Mm -hmm. You don't get to talk to people berate people that's horrible that like mm -hmm. breaks my heart right. and then i want to go to that person's house with a crowbar <laughs> and and then ask for an apology after <laughs> but that, that's just no fun yeah so anyway hey i think we're done i think we are too all right we've said it all wow i really enjoyed today's episode if you enjoyed today's episode please subscribe share it Hit the notification bell so you know when the next one's coming at you. Leave a comment down below and make sure you follow Daniil on Instagram and Facebook. 